the founding master Sotesan enlightened today, 97 years ago, as a spring energy awakening all forms of life on earth. He was awakened and became the new Buddha in this new era. So the real question today is how did he get enlightened? One method helped him to become enlightened. If we know clearly how he got enlightened, we can learn from his experience. Young Sotesan had an inquiring mind, persistent inquiring mind. At the age of seven, young boy, look at the sky. Sometimes it's just sunny, sometimes it's rainy. He asked a question, why? And sometimes out of a blue, clear sky, the clouds appear and disappeared. Sometimes that cloud is hanging on the mountain. So when, when he saw the cloud in the mountain, he climbed up. Young boy climbed up the top of the mountain to catch the cloud. But when he was there, cloud disappeared. He asked a large question about uh, natural phenomena. When he observed as a young boy, seeing his mother and father talking each other and seems to love each other, and he asked questions, why my mother, among many women in the world, met and married my father among many different men in the world? Young boy keep asking that kind of a human relationship about nature and about the life. And he asked those questions to people around him, to his parents, to his teachers, but he didn't get a clear answer. So his inquiring mind, asking mind, was persistent. So he went on journey to find spiritual teacher and failed. So what can he do? He was deeply committed to find out. So he was keep asking those questions by himself. So he became a koan meditation. So he was keep practicing it, sometime with a deep question like this, with the koan meditation and sitting meditation, sometimes standing meditation, all forms of meditation. And he entered the samadhi. And this experience of entering samadhi helped him to become enlightened. So with his consistent practice, consistent inquiring mind, and consistent sitting for 20 years, full-time practicing, and he transformed and became enlightened in a spring sunny day like today. So learning from Sotesans, as we celebrate his great enlightenment today, we make a real commitment. 
and renew our commitment to build consistent practice with this inquiring mind. Who am I? Where am I? Why am I? And how can I discover, uncover my own Buddha nature? So if you keep asking, and that inquiring mind will help you to practice persistently and consistently, they will lead us to enlightening and awakening. So his joyous effort and perseverance prepared him to become enlightened. So if we build this kind of a persistent cultivation, practice, and inquiring mind, and with joyful perseverance, those will prepare us to be enlightened. So you too, today, make that commitment to become enlightened and uncover your own Buddha nature. Because you have equal and same Buddha nature like Sotesa and like Gautama Buddha. Following examples of Gautama and, and Sotesan, we can build and practice consistent practice until we experience awakening and enlightenment. So as we celebrate anniversary of One Buddhism and our spiritual birthday, as well as a anniversary of his enlightenment, I personally ask a question myself. I hope you do the same. Why am I practicing one Buddhism over 40 years consistently? Why do I keep teaching one Dharma in the West more than 30 years? Why do I engage interfaith work and the work of the United Nations? When I ask this question and have a self-reflection, it was a quite daunting journey, and it wasn't easy at all. I experienced ups and downs of life, and turns and twists of life, and experienced lots of difficulties, disappointment, and, and obstacles. But always I was inspired by Sotesan's enlightened message. He gave me hope when I was hopeless. He gave me strength when I was weak. His teaching made me happier and be content. His message helped me to love myself and to love others as they are. So what was uh, Sotesan's enlightened message? The first core message of his enlightenment is that his intuitive knowing of emptiness, the fundamental Buddhist truth, you can do through your persistent practice. One day, you will have this intuitive knowing of emptiness. It, the enlightened uh, message, especially the <clears throat> core teaching of uh, emptiness, which is symbolized here as a circle. When you look at this circle, what do you think of? You think of your own Buddha nature. You try to restore your own Buddha nature. 
emptiness means there is no inherent self-existence of you. We call it I, my, me, my. But in reality, drama of ego, drama of self-centeredness, and consistent song of I, my, me, mine creates so much <coughs> confusion and suffering in human life. So if you recognize your false self, then you can overcome selfishness and, and ego-centeredness, and you begin to practice and share your universal compassion by recognizing emptiness and interdependence. Because there is a no self-existence and separate self, but always be relationship with the life around you and be relationship with the whole universe. So you can cultivate this kind of universal compassion to you, to your practice, to your awakening process, and life around you. By realizing this uh, interdependent <coughs> reality of this emptiness, we liberate from ourselves. So think about it. We have to liberate ourselves from ourselves. Because so often, you are hindering your own growth with the habitual way of being on Earth. So this is the essential message of enlightenment of Sotesan. So we can cultivate real happiness by letting go of ego and self-centeredness. The second message is to overcome suffering and change suffering into happiness. The main purpose of one Buddhism, especially in this 21st century, is that in order to lead all beings away from suffering, he used the sea of suffering into the path of happiness by transforming ourselves and with deep spiritual cultivation. So there is a struggle, uneasiness, or discomfort, or difficulties. Whatever you experience, if you are experiencing this, this kind of a suffering or, or this satisfactory uh, part of your life, then you can think about what caused it. If you clearly know the cause of your problem, cause of your uneasiness, and cause of, of your um, negativity, then you can transform. You can eliminate that cause, then restore your own Buddha nature. So when you have suffering financially, materially, physically, or mentally, and if you have a distress arising from relationships or pain in our body, then we need to clearly and completely understand that all of this suffering are the result of actions, words, and speeches, and thoughts that you made consciously or unconsciously in the past.
So if you understand this, then you can transform your present suffering into future happiness by realizing that this is the debt I have to pay. Maybe I had uh, created this debt in the past, and present time I faced this uh, struggle. Maybe this is the time to learn real lesson. What was the cause and how to pass through this darkness and to come out to the bright world by passing that turn up, narrow turn up. Then suffering can change into happiness. So if you endure, endure any sufferings or difficulties and reflect upon and find out the cause and how to eliminate the cause and transform yourself with a sincere cultivation and persistent practice with confidence and courage. So we can change our present suffering into future happiness if you are struggling at this time. And third message is the, to transform our present happiness into eternal happiness. If you are happy now, don't just indulge yourself and carry the weight, but think about and find ways to make this happiness this joy of my life, how we can make it eternal so I can always enjoy happiness and, and inner peace. In this way, uh, happiness changes into the greater, greater happiness and we can enjoy real, uh, positive quality of our own mind. When I think about this present happiness, when I am very happy, when you are very happy, and see how you can continue it by sharing, by sharing your own happiness, your goodness, and your beauty. Yesterday, we had three young ministers here, and our temple became brightened. I was, I was so, delightful and grateful to our young ministers like Doyeon and Jisoo and, and Myungjong because they are the one really fully committed to make present happiness into eternal happiness by practicing and by um, teaching Dharma, giving up all worldly desires. Right. <laughs> so think about it. These young, you know, 20s and 30s, they give up all those, uh, you know, romance or, <laughs> or financial wealth or, or whatever, but they gave up some part in order to make real spiritual happiness and creating that happiness to be eternal. So this is just something that uh, we all can look at deeply, that how can I preserve and, and make this uh, happiness, if you're having at this moment, to make it eternal. Without 
exception. Everything in the universe is transient. Everything is changing, even at this moment. Your cell in your body is changing. Your thinking is changing. Everything is transforming. It is like a flow of a river. The transient nature of everything on Earth is that inspiring us to live here and now in the moment and find ways to let go of this temporary suffering, temporary discomfort, temporary difficulties. Whatever you experience struggle, that is not there forever. This is the lesson you have to learn. And this is the time you learn from yourself. So you will need a lot of courage and, and wisdom and the power of self-discipline and power of cultivation to share our real happiness with others and try to create this uh, continuation of a uh, um, positive environment and positive quality in your life. When ordinary people are living in a joyful condition, it is easy to carry away, be arrogant, or lazy, or, or spoiled. If they do that, they will commit foolishness and use up happiness or goodness they prepared or cultivated in the past. Thus, after regular practice, consistent cultivation of meditation, being awakened to the truth of cause and effect, and we continue with the full sincerity and commitment so that our happiness become eternal and immeasurable. So I hope all of you are full uh, commitment and filled with this kind of uh, joy and happiness. And you are cultivation, you are coming to temple, you are sitting, you are chanting, become real joy, real happiness of practicing Dharma. The fourth message is that after you transform suffering and, and happiness, then you will taste and dwell in the ultimate bliss of your Buddha nature. Ups and downs of lives and, and all the um, you know, goodness uh, as well as uh, difficulties in our lives helps us to grow. If you are a person who is hopeful for beginning new day today, to practice today, and have a, uh, this kind of a, a dharma practice all the time, then you are the one who will make a brighter future and the uh, ideal uh, reality in your future. But if you have a happiness or enjoy happiness with uh, whatever you achieved, yet cannot be fully satisfied with it, then you will feel with this contentment and resentment, then happiness will become cause for the future suffering. So for this reason, practitioners 
whoever comes to this door, this temple, we learn not to blame others, not to complain, complain external world, even we encounter difficulties, sufferings, and, and dissatisfaction. We examine and re-examine our mind, our thought, our way of communicating, and our behavior. We learn and encourage to uncover our Buddha nature instead of spending and wasting your good time, very precious time and good energy with complaining others. If you're complaining others or look for the, all those uh, causes from external world, <coughs> you may end up suffering all the time. So turn your energy, turn your wisdom, turn your light to shine on you, on your mind and yourself. When we cultivate Dharma and meditation, and be able to cultivate happiness by eliminating uh, this kind of uh, unhealthy habit and unhealthy thought, then we can cultivate real happiness and try to preserve this uh, good quality of uh, your life all the time. So when you can further you know, trans transforming good uh, and bad or suffering and happiness, then you can be the master of ultimate bliss of your own Buddha nature. That is the quality you are seeking, right? It is possible. You all have it within yourself. It's just a matter of you are uncovering it. <coughs> you are delusion or any, any negative thought or discursive thought in your mind. So we can transform happiness and suffering and experience the bliss of your own Buddha nature so that you become a great enlightened one with the joy of this uh, mental understanding or mental feeling of paradise in your mind. So paradise is not up there somewhere you will go after your death, but it's here. Your paradise is in your mind that just cultivate and build the uh, happiness in your life. So as we celebrate anniversary of One Buddhism and Sotesan's uh, great enlightenment, let us continue to practice so we become one day like him, to be enlightened. So following examples of Sotesa, let us transform and become enlightened for the benefit of all. So today, at least you can sense of the, the enlightenment. And you are enlightened the quality, enlightened the nature, your Buddha nature and really appreciate and be grateful that you found this dharma and you are practicing this precious uh, dharma and you are in the right path toward your own happiness and preparing, make it your eternal happiness and the bliss of your own Buddha nature.